Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Let's dive into faith is the pause. Where did that phrase come from? Well, actually, this morning I went on to to check a few things real quick, and I saw this quote, and I just loved it. And this is what it says. It says, faith is the pause between knowing what God's plan is and seeing it actually take place. Now, I looked at that, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that is so true. We need that faith in God and the one who's faithful and the one who stands on his promises, the one who doesn't change, the one who loves us with an everlasting love. We need that faith to bridge the gap, to, to bridge between the, the this moment and that moment, to bridge between the promise and the fulfillment of that promise. We need that bridge. Now, personally, okay, personally, I find that bridge can sometimes be a little rickety. How about you? So as I'm looking at this, I'm processing it. I'm thinking, okay, we can do the great theological answer and, and, or, you know, and, or we could talk about real life with this. So I thought, let's talk real life. Cause I'm, I'm kind of into that. I'd love to see how the word of God relates to the moment it relates to today. So instantly in my mind, there's this picture and, you know, straight out of the movies. Okay. It's this bridge going across this big ravine and, and it's kind of rickety and, you know, you've got these kind of brave ropes that you're hanging on to and you're looking, there's some missing planks in it. And you're taking each step really tentatively and wondering if it's going to, you know, if the board's going to break and you're going to go, you know, with this deep nosedive and down to the ravine and crash and, you know, life is over. Um, you know, and, and so you're testing every plank. You're wondering if it's going to hold. And, you know, and and once in a while, one breaks through and it's like you see the hero catch themselves and, you know, they're dangling, you know, their feet are dangling and they're looking down with absolute dread and horror and and somebody comes along and pulls them up or they find the strength to lift themselves back up on the bridge and and they know there's no place to go but forward. They have to make it all the way across. And sometimes that's just how our walk with the Lord feels, right? There are times when we look at the bridge, we're looking at the other side, we feel the swaying of the bridge in the wind. We feel the turbulence around us. We look down and and that in and of itself is frightening. We look at the condition of the bridge and sometimes our faith is shaky and we're not sure if we're going to make it across. And sometimes we have these moments where we just go slipping through and by the grace of God, we are caught by the grace of God. The father pulls us up. A friend comes along beside us and pulls us up or we suddenly have the strength to get back on the path. All this comes into play. Can you relate? Can you relate with any part of it where where you have just felt like you're on that bridge? I know you can see it. You're just thinking back to a movie, you know, where, where you could see all this happening. Now, again, with perfect faith, the type of faith that we we that we're aiming for, you know, that we all want to have, this bridge would be a strong bridge. We would feel safe and secure. We could dance our way across that we could be not having to pay any attention to where we're walking. There would be solid guide guardrails on it. We could look around and enjoy the scenery and go, I'm going to the other side. I know I'm going to the other side. Oh my gosh, this is such a great journey. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I can't be blowing off this bridge. I can't fall through this bridge because I have faith and it's so rock solid and strong. And yeah, there's times when we cross bridges like that where, where faith 
is that pause between knowing what God's plan is and actually seeing it take place. And some of those journeys are really easy and, and we, we do them very, very well. And there's other times where we feel like that bridge is very rickety and it's swaying. Both of these are true encounters of walking with the Lord. Um, you know, as I said, one minute we make it through fine and the next one we're shaken. We're not sure we're going to make it through. One bridge feels solid and secure and the other feels rickety. But the thing is, is they're both part of a journey and they're both part of faith. They're both walking with God. They both involve growth because that's who our God is. And he takes us on this journey and he wants us to see the wonders around us as we go from moment to moment. But he also there's times when he says this, this path right here is going to be tricky, but you know, he's, he, he believes we can make it because of, we are his sons and daughters. Okay. He believes we can make it because he's actually put within our very DNA, the ability to transverse to the other side, but we don't always realize that it's within us, but no matter what's in front of us, he is there and he is faithful and he has us, whether it feels like it or not. The fact is that he has us. And sometimes we even have to remind ourselves of that as we're hanging there for dear life, you know, wondering if we're going to fall and we're trying to figure out how to get back on that bridge. And we don't think we can do it because our strength is gone. But again, faith, I love this. Faith is the pause between knowing what God's plan is and seeing it actually take place. It's that pause. It's that moment. It's that transition. It's the suspense. It's the middle ground. So as I was thinking, okay, let's take this to scripture because we want to give the scriptural example. And there's all sorts of examples we could give from Moses to Abraham to David to Peter, to Paul, all these, all these different situations where the saints, those walking with the Lord, found themselves in, in the tension of the moment, in the pause, all sorts of ones. But I went to actually Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Now, because of time, I'm going to summarize, but think about this. I, I was looking at, at the passage in John. It was John 11. And, and this is where Mary and Martha, you know, Lazarus has gotten sick and this family, they're, they're close to Jesus. Okay. They're, they're close to him. Don't, don't think they're part of the outer circle. They're, they actually are close to him. We know that Jesus would stay with them. And so Lazarus, um, he's, he's gotten very sick and it's very interesting. The language that Mary and Martha use this, this language that they usually actually talks about the depth of the relationship. So in John eleven three, three, they go and they send him this message and they say, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. Your dear friend is very sick. Some translations say the one whom you love. Okay, there was a relationship here. It wasn't just a casual acquaintance. Yes, Jesus loves all of us, but there was something special here. And so Mary and Martha, they've been sitting here. They've been watching her, their brother suffer. And in the wait, in the wait, they see him die. You see, his, their brother is sick and suffering when they send for Jesus. But in the wait, Lazarus dies. And Jesus isn't that far away. He could have been there very, very quickly. Whole nother message. We're not even going to go there today. Um, but, you know, Mary and Martha, the bridge, they knew what was possible. They knew what was possible and they'd sent for Jesus, but he didn't arrive in time. 
by the world standards, by our our time frame, by our clocks. Okay, he didn't he didn't arrive in time. And so what happens when he finally does come to Bethany? He's told that Lazarus has already been in the grave for four days. Again, a whole nother message with what that means and why the wait there. But, you know, Jesus is never late, but we don't always understand the pause. Okay, let me say that again. Jesus was never late, but we don't always understand the pause. And that's where Mary and Martha are at in this moment. So. what happens is is they actually get word that he's on his way. And so so Martha goes out to meet him, but Mary stays behind. Martha's the one who goes running out, you know, the one who was so busy serving Jesus while, that she got upset with her sister. You know, that Martha, she goes running out and she says to Jesus, Lord, she's honest. She's honest. The, the heart just comes out in this pause. She's fallen through the bridge, okay? And she says, Lord, if only you'd been here, my brother would not have died. But, that but is important because, Lord, even in this moment, but, I know you're there. Even in this moment, but, but. And you see, part of what pulls us back on that bridge are those, that but. Lord, this is where I'm at. If only, but, but. And she says, even now. Even now, but even now, as I'm hanging on, trying to hang on, not understanding this grieving and sorrow, you didn't come. I don't get it, Lord. But even now, what do I know? I know that God will give you whatever you ask. How often do we need to say, but but God, I'm hanging on. But even now, even now, Lord, I know that you're faithful and that you're going to give what's asked. Jesus goes and he responds. He goes, you know what? Your brother's going to rise again. Martha's response, of course, yeah, I've been listening to your teaching. I know this. He's going to rise again on the last day with everyone else. Jesus goes and he responds. You see, they're having a conversation. He's, he's, he's working with her right where she's at in the pause. And of course, you know, he goes and he says, I am the resurrection and the life. And anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Do you believe in this moment, in this pause, as you're trying to make it across this bridge, do you believe? Where is your focus? Where is your faith? Where is your hope? Who am I to you, even in this moment? And she goes and responds and she says, yes, Lord, I've always believed you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. With that, with that, there's something settled within her. Something just shifted with that conversation in that moment. She's back on the bridge and she actually goes back and she goes back to Mary. And she pulls her aside and she says, the teacher's here and wants to see you. The teacher is here. Just say the teacher is here. The Lord is here. And so Mary immediately leaves to go find him. It's interesting that Jesus didn't come into the village. He stayed right where Martha had met him. He stayed there and he waited for Mary. There were things that had to be settled. There were things that had to take place in the pause. There were things that had to happen on that bridge before he could enter into the moment and come take them fully to the other side. So, of course, if we jump to verse 32, Mary arrives and she sees Jesus and she falls at his feet and says, Lord, if if only, if only you'd been here, my brother would not have died. You see, she believed that Jesus could have healed Lazarus. She knew that. She'd seen it. And yet in that moment, in that gap, Jesus wasn't there. 
in the earthly order of things. And because of that, they had buried her brother. They buried Lazarus. Says that when Jesus saw her weeping, remember Jesus felt the pain, not only as God, but also as flesh, as human. You know, he saw her weeping. He saw the extent of the grief. He saw the other people who were wailing with her. And what happened is a deep anger welled up within him and he was troubled. He knew what was going to happen. He knew the outcome. But yet in his humanness, in feeling what we feel, he was angry and he was troubled. And he says, where have you put him? And of course, they say, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. It was his friend. He was feeling the grief. Sometimes in the middle of grief, we think that God doesn't know that he doesn't feel. Right here, Jesus is feeling that grief. For those of you who are grieving, you need to know that right here in this moment, he's feeling that grief. He is weeping with them. So the people, they take note of that and they realize how close Jesus was to Lazarus and how much he loved him. But there's always a few. Just say there's always a few. There's always a few who ridicule, who mock, who question. And the situation was no different because they're like, okay, he healed a blind man. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? You know, what's up? Again, that pause. Where's your focus? What's your faith? Are you going to be one who who brings question, who who, um, brings conflict in, who brings doubt in? Or are you going to shift your perspective? So, of course, he has the stone rolled away. And Martha, you know, the one who has said, Lord, I know that God will do whatever you ask. That very one right now is, has, has hit another plank on the bridge that's collapsing under her because she's stuck in human reasoning, in earthly mindset. That's where her head's at. She knows the death process. She knows the decay. And so as Jesus tells them to roll the stone away, she says, Lord, he's been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Stop, stop what you're doing because it doesn't fit in my paradigm. It doesn't fit in the rules that you've put on the face of this earth. It doesn't fit. And yet Jesus looks at her. And I think this phrase, you know, some people say it was it was rebuke, but he was rebuking her. I actually think he knew the depth of the grief and he knew the struggle and he knew the shaking of the bridge. He knew, knew where those planks were rotten and where she was trying to fall through because they hadn't been fully shored up with faith. And she was fighting with what she knew, with what she was experiencing in this moment. And he, he just says to her, I, and again, hear this with love. I really believe it was said with love. Didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? She had to align with that, though, in the middle of knowing what was rational. She had to align with what was rational from heaven's perspective. There is a difference in rationale and the definition of what is rational from a heavenly perspective and what's an earthly perspective. There are two different definitions. So they go and they roll that stone away, as y'all know, and and Jesus you know, looks up to heaven and just immediately thanks God for hearing him. And um, and then he calls Lazarus out. And the dead man is walking. The dead man comes out, the, the dead man, suddenly that bridge, suddenly that bridge, which has been shaking and so rickety, they're suddenly on the other side. And they see the glory of the God in the midst of a difficult situation. 
Faith is the pause between knowing what God's plan is and seeing it actually take place. We have to learn to navigate the pause from a heavenly perspective, from knowing that when those planks break under us, that God has declared and decreed over us that the plans he has for us are good. And and they're not for our destruction, but they're for good. So that means we're not going to go plummeting down to the canyon and go splat. He's going to pull us up or we're going to have the strength from the throne room of heaven to pull ourselves up because he won't leave us and he won't forsake us. And he's going to get us across that bridge. This bridge with Mary and Martha, it was shaky. It was shaky. Those planks every once in a while gave way. And yet, and yet Jesus was there. Not in the timing they wanted. Because there was a further purpose that had to come forth through all of this. But he knew, and you can just say he knows. God knows. He knows what we're going through. He knows where we're at on these bridges. He knows if we're on one that we're going to transverse easily. And with confidence, we have the experience to make it through. Or he knows if we're on one that's shaking and we're trying to hold on and grab on and we're scared and we're shaking. But he knows. God knows wherever you're at. And someone needs to hear right now today that he knows because you're on that bridge and you feel like you've been on it for a long time. And you feel that sway. You see the frayed ropes. You look down and you're terrified. And I just hear the father say, look across, look across, look at me. I'm right here. Grab on your faith. Cultivate that faith. Decree and declare the promises of the Lord. Stand on the word of God. Stand on who he is, who he's been in the past, who he, and know that in this moment, he is faithful and he is right there. And ask him to strengthen that faith, that pause between knowing the plan and seeing the reality of it. Don't stop short in the middle. Do not allow yourself to freeze on that bridge. Keep that focus and keep heading toward the father heart of God. Know that he has you. He has you. So again, I want to thank you for joining me today. uh, Visit the website, ruthhendrickson.org. Sign up for the email list. Check out the podcast, Real Truth with Ruth. And again, it has been an honor and a privilege to have you joining me through this journey. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.